Hello and welcome to this pre-recorded service of the Unitarian Universalist Young Adult Revival Network. My name is Jolly Biggs. My pronouns are they, them, and he, him. It is my pleasure to serve as one of your co-chairs, at least for a little bit longer, of our worship ministries. Camila, why don't you say hello to everyone who will be watching? Sure thing. Hello and welcome, and thank you for being here with us. We're so glad to have you here at this Yarn Vespers service. I want to take a, just a quick little moment to remind you that there are many ways to be involved with Yarn. Of course, there's our worship team that plans two services a month, one Vespers style and one of the more traditional order of service style services. We also have some great ministries through YARN, including the Black UU Young Adults. We have a Countering Oppressions group. We have lots and lots of ways to get involved. Small groups, professional calls, lots of great ways to get involved in YARN. So if you're interested in any of those groups, but especially, and of course, interested in learning more about how we put our worship services together, feel free to reach out and connect with us. Yes, thank you so much for that, Camila. And we're trying something new with this pre-recorded idea. We know that during the pandemic, that gathering in community was most important. But now we're recognizing that with shifts in our lives, with our churches returning to in-person or hybrid services, that so too must yawn shift. And so as we've always said from the beginning, yawn is an experiment. We are learning and growing, cultivating relationships, holding the history of the last year in connection with one another. And so thank you again for joining us, for forming relationships, for creating histories that sustain and nourish us. We hope that you enjoy this service. I am now I'm going to ask Elizabeth to share our chalice lighting words with us. Let us drink from the stories that sustain us. That sustain us all. Reverend Scott Taylor permission secured by soul batters. We gather as a house of stories as a shelter shot through with memories that speak that long for us to listen without which we easily lose our way. As we learn of those who have gone before, the way in front of us becomes more clear as we attune ourselves to the many shoulders on which we stand. Purpose, not want, and winning asserts itself as the logic of our lives. As we remember what they survived and how they sacrificed for the faceless, for the faceless us who would come by. We find a courage far beyond what we could muster on our own. Beneath the seemingly dry dirt and seemingly lonely roads, there are wells from which we can drink. Come let us thirst guide us. Come let our thirst guide us there. Come let the sweet ghosts whisper their gifts. Come let us drink from the web of memories that sustain us all.
Our theme for this evening is holding history. We are excited to take this on and think about it in different ways from our young adult perspective. We have lived a beautiful life so far and we have so much more to go. But as young adults, we've had unique experiences, very unique milestones in our lives from world and global events to just the technology ever changing in our lifetimes. So we got together, we explored different ways that we hold history and tonight we'll take some time to reflect on that and think on that. So now I'm going to read some opening words by Karen G. Johnston. This is, let us not, let us be a people of not forgetting. Let us be a people of not forgetting. Let us practice holding collective memories that might otherwise slip into that enormous void that sucks and at corrodes any future we hold dear. Let us practice honoring truth-telling up from the past that must come fully into the now, lest we falter and fail, lest the whole process remain in pieces. Let not our need for comfort or simplicity, for easy forgiveness or false pardon smother the heartbreak that still needs healing. Let us practice resilience with reckoning. Let us marry memory and promise. Let us dance in the tension we find there. Let us rest in the integrity we cultivate there. Let us be partners with the possibility that emerges there. It's good we gather. I was thinking about holding history and wrote this, so bear with me. A big part of my history and a lot of us is what happened on September 11th. Some of us remember where we were when it happened. Some of us have no idea the memory it left on others. A fact though is that it has affected us in one way or another. From the media to war and how we cope. It changed all our lives, even if we don't believe it. War and that tragic event not only affected us, but those to come after us and other countries as well. One event made us stay in a war for 20 years where no one really won, but a lot was lost. Our country was built on wars. So many profited and so many lost, but how does that affect us? We certainly know that the world is filled with trouble. Many of us feel bludgeoned every time we watch the news. And that can be true for folks anywhere. Whether we tune into Instagram or even just the regular news, we are surrounded by divisiveness and bitterness and anger. Not much has changed from that fateful day, just the circumstances we live in. But you don't need me to tell you that. If you read the paper or any Instagram ad or Facebook or whatever, um, if you just listen to the news, if you spend any time on any social media at all, you are already bombarded. And yes, we need to pay attention and sign petitions and join marches and all of that. 
and engage in difficult conversations. We need to keep seeking the truth and then speaking up with all the love and compassion we can find within ourselves. And our, our awareness of all the things that are wrong in the world can leave us with a sense of tremendous urgency to be following them, comforting them, focusing all our energy on them. We see nothing but trouble. When trouble seems to be overwhelming, the world taking the time to look for beauty may seem self-indulgent, frivolous, even irresponsible, but somehow we just have to remember that the trouble is not the only truth out there. There are many times when we're trying to face the truth that we simply aren't able to be optimistic. We may not have real, any real confidence that things are going to turn out well, but we can hold on to what makes sense. We can still see beauty in the world, the power of goodness and truth that gives us the strength and courage to keep working. That's the hope for the future. Yeah.
Take a deep breath, beloved. Look around, connect with the space that you inhabit here and now. What histories are you holding? What stories have been passed down in your family for generations? What histories does your body remember? Knowing that the body keeps score of so many things. Our bodies are the histories of lives we've lived, of the life we live, the breath that flows through our lungs, the breath that leaves our body, that's left our ancestors' bodies, the breath, the air, the ground, the earth all around us, all a part of it all, all a part of the histories that we share, that we hold, that we cultivate, that we co-create, the histories that sometimes go unnamed, the histories that are painful and hard to name, but the ones that must be named. For if they are not, whose stories are not getting told, uplifted and held, whose histories are being erased from our memories, as Unitarian Universalist, we are creating a history of liberal religious services and education, a history worth saving, one that says that each individual is worthy of universal love and salvation where each person has inherent worth and dignity and where all histories, no matter how painful to name, are histories worth sharing and remembering. For in our naming, in our sharing of histories, we are sharing ourselves of showing who we are and who we wish to be in the world. So beloveds, settle in, ask yourself once more, what histories are you sharing? What histories are you holding dear? Histories that for now, may be too painful to share aloud. Are you writing them down? Are you sharing them with loved ones? Are you asking those elders around you the histories they remember? We cannot let our histories die. We must hold them in love, in light, in strength, 
and encourage. Beloveds, may we be the ones that cultivate relationships. May we be the ones to hold the histories of our ancestors' dreams. And may we be the ones to make sure that histories do not get erased. That's a lot to ask, but it is what is so desperately needed in a world full of pain, of loss, of fear, and most of all, one of love. Thank you for holding histories, for holding the histories of those you love, of those you will never meet. History is a powerful thing. History is knowledge. It is connection. It is our Unitarian Universalist salvation, all wrapped up in a container that we can carry with us now and forever. Ashe, blessed be. Amen. Our closing words today are, bought, are brought to you by Reverend Peter Spilman Rabel. We build on foundations we do not lay. We build on foundations we do not lay. We warm, warm ourselves by fires we did not light. We sit in the shades of trees we did not plant. We drink from wells we did not dig. We profit from persons we did not know. We are ever bound in community, may it always be so. This is as it should be. Together we are more than any one person could be. Together we can build across the generations. Together we can renew our hope and faith in the life that is yet to unfold. Together we can heed the call to a ministry of care and justice. We are ever bound in the community, may it always be so. As we extinguish the chalice today, we remember we hold history. We also look ahead to our future. This is a benediction by Reverend Kimberly Quinn Johnson. The Reverend uses the phrase, we are the ones we have been waiting for. These are words of June Jordan. She presented this in a poem for South African women at the United Nations in 1978. This benediction is titled, Fitted for This Day. We are the ones we have been waiting for. We are not perfect, but we are perfectly fitted for this day. We are not without fault, but we can be honest to face our past as we chart a new future. 
We are the ones we have been waiting for. May we be bold and courageous to chart that new future. May we have faith in a future that is not known. We are the ones we have been waiting for.